0: Ilhan Omar voter fraud. Welcome to the terrorist therapist show. I'm Dr. Carol, a psychiatrist and your terrorist therapist. Well this is breaking news um, and unbelievable. Well I don't think anything Ilhan Omar does is really unbelievable. She's been pretty outrageous from the get-go and I had always wondered how she got elected in the first place And we are now finding out (laughs) the answer to that. Um, But what is more dangerous is uh, the fact that she has been perpetrating voter fraud, uh, ballot harvesting, not only to get herself elected, but they have been gearing up for the November 3rd elections. And needless to say, um, she is not trying to get people to vote for Trump. (laughs) She's trying to get them to vote for Biden. So let me tell you just a little bit uh, about her, just an introduction, and then um, go right into these videos that have um, been done by Project Veritas, which is a very reputable organization. And in any case, the videos speak for themselves. People, you see people in the videos being given money. There are all different aspects, all different ways that they're doing this. And it is very well organized. And it is costing uh, thousands, uh, if not millions, of dollars. But um, hundreds of thousands, I should say, if not millions. Okay, so let me tell you, just remind you. And I did a previous um, podcast about Ilhan Omar, uh, a while ago, you could perhaps search for it. This was when she was saying pretty outrageous things in Congress. It was when she was uh, not long after she had been elected as the US representative for Minnesota's fifth congressional district. And that uh, district has a lot of Somali- people from Somalia. And um, she is Somalian. She's the first Somali-American Uh, and the first naturalized citizen of African birth, to hold elective office for Minnesota. She's one of the first two Muslim women, along with Rashida Tlaib, to serve in Congress. She's a member of the Democratic Farmer Labor Party. And before she was elected to Congress, she served in the Minnesota House of Representatives from 2017 to 2019, and then in 2019, she went to Congress. she is very strongly, uh, you know, I know you might think it's going a little too far to say she's a terrorist, but I will say, and I'm going to tell you a little more about this, she certainly has made very little secret of being pro-terrorist, particularly pro-Palestinian terrorists. And this is behind this, the money, the money is coming from a man or men who are, whose aim it is to defund Israel. And they, you know, see her as having, uh, if she is in Congress, she is going to have power to be able to do that. Um, Omar herself has been a frequent critic of Israel. She has denounced its settlement policy, military campaigns in the Palestinian territories, and she talks about pro-Israel lobbies and so on. But she has lots of other. She wants to uh, abolish ICE, uh, the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement um, Organization, and she has, you know, she's very progressive and she, you know, she's uh, very, has very, she's part of the quad who have very progressive ideas. Now, one of the things that's interesting is that Keith Ellison, who is the Attorney General of Minnesota. She and he are very close. He, in fact, has made ads for her to get people to vote for her. They are both Muslim. They both have been um, found to have ties or their ties to terrorist organizations have been questioned over the years. Um, They both took office on the Quran. Now, this is not about Muslim bashing. There's nothing about uh, it's not about Muslims. It's about being a radical Islamist. And her sympathies certainly lie with that. And I will give you one of the um, preeminent (laughs) examples. And that is, um, in 2019, she gave a speech at a Council on American Islamic Relations meeting, CARE. And in that speech, she said CARE was founded after 9-11 because they recognized that, quote, some people did something and that all of us, Muslim, meaning Muslims in the US, were starting to lose access to our civil liberties. That was all a quote, but I'm highlighting when she said some people did something because as you may remember, the New York Post after that, I mean, that is pretty, that some people did something. (laughs) So in April, 2019, the front page of the New York Post showed an image of the World Trade Center burning following the 9-11 terrorist attacks and this quote from her speech. And so the headline of the paper said, uh, Representative Elon Omar, 9-11 was some people did something. And then they had a caption underneath that said, here's your something, 2,977 people dead by terrorism. So that's just one, and perhaps the most dramatic and colorful example, but there have been, for both uh, Elon Omar and Keith Ellison, there have been many controversies um, in regard to their, where their loyalties lie. So um, the problem is, of course, that because of coronavirus, a lot of election procedures have changed. Including the fifth congressional district of Minnesota, which is her district, and so um, they they made they changed the rules uh, in regard to absentee mail-in voting and for the upcoming election. So the, they said they changed the rule to be the absentee mail-in ballot postmark deadline was extended to November third. The receipt deadline was extended to November 10th. The witness requirement for absentee or mail-in ballots was suspended. In other words, you don't have to have a witness uh, to show that you that it is you, you know, with your identity, voting, uh, turning in that vote. Well, needless to say, Ilhan uh, has been taking fine advantage of all of this and um, paying people to vote for her. They've been doing it in a number of ways, particularly they have been, they have been um, uh, going around, uh, I don't wanna say attacking, but uh, targeting the Somali community, particularly elderly people in the Somali community in Minnesota, in her district. And because, you know, uh, well, because oftentimes, elderly people are living on a very fixed budget and the money, you know, uh, the amounts have ranged from $200 to $800. So needless to say, I mean, they're not giving them a quarter. (laughs) Um, Needless to say, this is very tempting, especially if you're elderly and especially if you, you know, also, it's more likely that elderly people are not gonna want to travel down to vote in a poll <clears throat> especially with covid um and so they are and and they're taking advantage they are sending people of somali um ancestry to go in and you know convince these people to vote you know with their bribes of 200 to 800 dollars so um this uh veritas these videos there's more than one and i absolutely um, urge you to go online. Um, I posted one uh, link I tweeted this morning. I, I tweeted a link to, uh, uh, to the very, one of the stories about the Veritas videos, and that story does have a number of videos on it. <clears throat> but there are other videos. You can go to the Veritas website itself, or their Twitter feed, um, and just check out these videos for yourself. I mean this obviously this is against the Constitution, and it underpins undermines the uh whole election itself so okay, so um the, these videos you know show people being given money, show ballot harvesters giving people money, uh telling them how to vote um, another um as somebody who took the money you know that you see them giving money right on the video. Um, then there's a person on, one person on the video is named Osman Ali Dakhani, and he says he doesn't care if it's illegal and he says that he got $800 for his ballot. Um, then there is a woman organizer who was who was identified as a former organizer for Omar who um, says that it was she behind it that, you know, she was Omar's um, uh, Ilhan Omar. A lot of these names are very similar, so I wanna be very clear. Um, This is a woman who used to be an organizer for Ilhan Omar. And she is saying that she, Omar, is the one who came up with all of this. Well, we'll take a break now and when we come back, we'll talk more about some of these outrageous examples of uh, votes being bought in Minnesota. Welcome back to the Terrorist Therapist Show where we're talking about Ilhan Omar's voter fraud and not just about uh, her ballot harvesting for herself. She won the primary in uh, Minnesota in her uh, area to be a congresswoman. Um, I mean, she, she's up for election again. She won before, of course, and now she's up for re-election again and she is um uh you know doing she is getting funded by a man you know in the hundreds of thousands if not more dollars and she is spreading it around like candy well not she personally well, <laughs> presumably but her minions her soldiers her people on her behalf um, are spreading this money around to get people to vote for her, primarily, of course. And then, you know, they are gearing up for the November 3rd election to get people to vote in the way that she wants, which of course would be for Biden, um, because really really it would be for anybody except Trump, according to Ilhan Omar. Um, This is illegal. The people don't care that it's illegal and it is being done, we're talking about 80,000 to 100,000 Somalis in Minnesota, people of Somali Somali descent. Uh, And she is trying to get all of them, or as many as she can of course, um, to to vote for her and to vote the way she wants in the uh, national election. So we're not talking about you know a few people in a neighborhood. Uh, It's a huge amount but and that's the point she realizes. um, I mean, you know, it's clear that uh, That the that the largest number of people who she can get to vote the way she wants 80,000 to 100,000 that is a significant number which can um, not only make the um, local vote go for her, but also could in fact affect how Minnesota ultimately votes in the presidential election. So this is serious stuff. Fortunately, it has come to light and they are investigating it. Of course, the only problem is, and that's what I was uh, starting to talk about before, that Keith Ellison, the Attorney General in Minnesota, is her pal. They are buddies and they believe in the same things. And uh, so he is, has been protecting her, and she has undoubtedly been doing things for him in Congress as well. I mean, they're both again; they both have the same uh, aims, so they they're doing these things for each other. I mean, it's what they both believe in. Okay, so um, getting back to these videos, uh, this wo- there is a woman who um, wanted to remain anonymous, but you see her you see her on the tape, but you see you know she, her face is. Um, blurred so you don't really get uh, her full identification. But as I was saying before, she is someone who used to work um, for, perhaps as a volunteer, but whatever, she was a former organizer for Ilhan Omar. And she's she is ratting her out. I mean, they're all people, you know, it's not even so much ratting her out because um, most of the people who were spoken to in the documentary admit that this is not really a secret, that everybody knows this. So, you know, it's like a, um, it's right there in front of everybody's noses, and yet it has just come to light. because obviously um, she holds uh, a lot of power and and people aren't gonna tell, (laughs) they're not gonna give up their $800, you know, for nothing. Okay, so this woman organizer said, now, there's another person and I'll, uh, let's see. Well, why I'm talking about it in I mean, there are a number of reasons to talk about it on the terrorist therapy show, but one thing that was pretty uh, uh, outstanding or you know, outrageous, it's all pretty outrageous, but the, an example, and I don't think this guy is the only one, but there is a man who was on the tape who, um, let me just get his, His name here. There's a man named Osman Ali Dakhani. He is a ballot harvester. He's one of the people who has been paying people off on behalf of Ilhan Omar. And um, he uh, presumably gets paid himself because um, he talked about how he wants to open up a business. Uh, in Somalia. And he had to pay $2,000 to get a license. And he had to uh, pay off Al-Shabaab, which is a terrorist organization connected to Al-Qaeda. And he has to give them $1,000. So he, I don't know if he's skimming money off the money that he has to pay people to vote, or whether he's just getting paid on his own, but whatever. um, He is uh, uh, getting paid to do this, yes. In fact, um, there were a number of, of voter harvesters who talk about the numbers of ballots that they have harvested. So presumably, um, they get paid per ballot. In any case, <laughs> um, when when they were asked about, uh, when he was asked about uh, uh, what about the election judges and what about uh, the people in the polling places, um, And what about the people who manage the precinct? Um, These various people who have, who are on the tapes, uh, there's more than one videotape. And when these ballot harvesters have been asked about these things, what about the election? judge? like, how come nobody has figured this out? What about the people in the polling places, the people who manage the precincts? A number of them said that they are all uh, on, they're all working for Ilhan Omar. And then in ter- they, they were questioned, well, how do you know it's for Ilan Omar, you know, and, and they said um, they wear t-shirts. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're not making any attempt to hide this at all. Now, the, the most impressive person on these videotapes by Project Veritas is a man called Omar Jamal. And he's a very well-spoken man. Um, he... Uh, was doing an interview in an office and he said uh, they tell the people tell the voters this is how you fill it out um, I mean in general they, they pay people like in some cases they pay people $200 and they say when you get your ballot bring it to me and then they'll get paid more in other cases when it's the elderly they just tell them to put in their name and address and they sign it, and then of course the person working for Ilhan fills in the rest, who they're going to vote for. The thing that's also pretty unbelievable is that um, people on Ilhan Omar's staff um, go into the voting booths with people uh, under the pretense that they are in, being interpreters. But these are for people who speak English; they don't need interpreters. But but. Since the people in the polling places are paid off also, um, they don't say anything. So um, this Omar um, Jamal um, secretly recorded these people in this in the Somali community and these transactions going on, people being paid for their vote. Um, he calls it an open secret. Everybody knows. So this is... Um, this is very scary stuff. Uh, I mean, the thing that makes it a little less scary is that there is now this exposure. But, um, but is something going to be done? And what I mean, the police have supposedly started looking into it. But uh, you know, how, how, what are they going to be able to do? Are they going to be able to do something in time? Quite frankly, I think (laughs) that voting should not happen on November 3rd period and it should perhaps be um, postponed until people feel more comfortable physically going into voting booths or sending, um, just like there are bookmobiles from libraries, there could be voter mobiles going into neighborhoods but with people who aren't being paid off as the um, supervisors of these vote mobiles um let's see what else there are some other so many other examples um oh actually yes the workers are paid um the 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 voter harvesters I, i thought that that's what it was yes i'm just confirming this they are being paid and presumably by per vote that they harvest um they uh they did it there's one ballot harvester named Liban Mohammed. He's also called Ling Liban or King Liban I. And um, he's the brother of Minneapolis City Council member Jamal Osman. Um, and he uh he was so shown in a video, and right <laughs> he's the one who has who's rifling shown rifling through piles of ballots strewn across his dashboard um and he said just today quote just today we got 300 for jamal osman for, for his brother in other words um and he said i have 300 ballots in my car right now now that's a different office than ilhan omar it's not that he's not collecting for her too um, numbers don't lie, you can see my car is full. All these here are absentee ballots. Look, all these are for Jamal Osman, he says. Money is the king in this world and campaign is driven by money. Well, we need to take another break. I am giving you, um, I'm sort of uh, skipping around a bit here, but I'm taking little little fragments, segments, and showing you um, about all of these different people Uh, on the payroll of of, uh, primarily Ilhan Omar, getting people to vote for her and for those who she wants to get in. So stay tuned, you're listening to to, uh, The Terrorist Therapist Show and I'll be right back with more outrage. Welcome back to The Terrorist Therapist Show. Um, I, you know, this is just so, I'm, I'm sort of a combination of outrage and just sad. Because these are the same people, Ilhan Omar in particular, and her squad. Um, they are part of the same uh, group who wants to bring down America. They also want to bring down Israel, but um, they want to bring down America. And needless to say, by harvesting ballots, which is illegal, uh, that is a good way to do it if you think you can get somebody, if you can get yourself in, number one. Uh, voted in, and number two, get in somebody for president who you think will listen to you and um, and she and Biden, you know they're on the same in the same party in, a, in any case, they're Democrats, even though they're you know they some things they don't totally agree with, but um but they are in the same party, the Democratic party. All right, um, let me tell you some more. Um, now, under Minnesota law no individual can be the designated agent for more than three absentee voters and i was just reading to you before the break about this man laban Mohammed, who has 300 ballots sitting in his car right then Um, now i'm sure you've heard about and i'm sure you have feelings about uh just in general the election how how reliable the election is would be um I mean, I certainly have had lots of questions about it but but uh this is going a little further than I think people just kind of assumed that, yeah, there might be some things that are questionable about the election, and yeah, you know this uh oh, some people feel like we're heading towards um the apocalypse. <laughs> Uh, with November 3rd election day because of all this confusion and not being able to trust the votes and so on but this is going further than I think most people realized. Um, So let me tell you some more examples of uh, you know and that these things as I said have been have been um, uh, videotaped and they say what they say you can you know you can look at the tapes yourself. So there. Um, here are some more examples of people who are, who are doing bad things. Well, to actually, to go back to the man who um, does this interview, the primary interview for Veritas, Omar Jamal, who, as I said, is very well-spoken, very intelligent, very calm and he has been um, doing undercover videos. So he um, said that, um, uh, he said it's an open secret. She will do anything she can to get elected, talking about Ilhan Omar, and she has hundreds of people in the streets doing that, harvesting votes, hundreds of people. It's not only her, it's all this DFL, which stands for Democratic Farmers Labor Machine, that's in the state of Minnesota. The regulations, if you ignore that and you let corruption and fraud become a daily business and then tough luck, the country will not exist as Americans know it. I mean, yes, it's at the root of our very democracy. Um, There is also a The woman that I was referring to before who wants to be anonymous, uh, she also implicated Omar, and she said that before Minnesota's primary elections on August 8th, ballot harvesters took every single ballot from elderly people in a Minneapolis public housing complex, the Charles Horn Towers. Now imagine, they're living in public housing, needless to say, they would be happy to get 200 or $800. And uh, they knock on the door and say, your ballots come, give it to me. She says that um, Omar's, Ilhan Omar's long, um, well, long serving staffer, campaign deputy district director, all these names are a bit (laughs) uh, similar and confusing, but someone named Ali Issei Ghani was coordinating everything. Ghani, who is working, this is quote, who is working in Ilhan's campaign is the one who is managing the voting place. They bring them, they line them, they put the open ballots in there, and then they take them in and say, here, and the people mark the ballots. They have perfected the system, she said, <laughs> this woman, this uh, female who worked once for Ilhan Omar, they will tell you we are applying for your ballot. They t- oh yes, for some of the people who haven't asked for an absentee ballot, um, they, uh, they come in and they say we are applying for your ballot. They take a picture of your social security card and your driver's license and they make a database. They have, you know, this is really, her point is how well organized this is. They make a database of all the potential voters. And um, when the ballot comes, they track it. Sometimes they make fake emails, they track the ballot. Then they come and pick up the ballot unopened. They don't give, well, I, I don't know if you're, they don't give a damn about any Somali. The DFL wants to win this state at all costs, and the victims are the Somali people. And then, so they take, you know, they, they scam the elderly people more easily. And then, in regard to young people and women, they pay them, like people who they know um, might be a little more difficult. I mean, they pay the el- some of the elderly people too, but um, they, people who they know might be a little more difficult. Um, they pay, you know, cash, cash, cash. They were carrying bags of money. When you vote and they mark you off, then you get in the van, they give you the cash. Uh, Now, of course, this is against federal law. You're not supposed to pay someone to vote a certain way or to register to vote, and you're not supposed to intimidate voters. Now, this man who I said was giving the primary interview and who did the um, undercover videos named Omar Jamal, uh, who has worked with Minnesota's Ramsey County Sheriff's Office on deradicalization education. So he's, you know, he's a he's a good guy, uh, and a smart guy, and um, he helped Project Veritas investigators unveil what he's been calling ongoing election fraud that victimizes his, his community. He's Somali and um, and he you can tell that he really cares about Somali people and his community and um and he doesn't want this kind of he doesn't want them to be scammed uh, you know whether you can do it without the money or with money but he's been saying there's been time, in fact I, I came across some note that said millions um, one of my notes so um, in, the, in one call, um, I was talking before about a man named Mohammed. And um, in one call that's on the tape, he explains it's ballot harvesting. And he said, and this Mohammed said, you request for the ballot. It will be sent to your house. You will fill it out and then send it. And so Omar, the the Um, not, oh my goodness, all these these like names, right? Um, Omar Jamal, the good guy, Omar Jamal asked Mohammed, so they request for the elderly? And Mohammed says, yes, they request for them. And Omar says, and it is taken away from them? And Mohammed says, yes, it is taken away from them. In another call with um, Omar Jamal, Mohammed said, I'm working for Jamal Osman, who is running for city council in Minneapolis. That's my young brother. Osman, a member of the DFL, won the Ward 6 race for Minneapolis city council in August. Wonder how that happened, right? Um, Then there's another, then there's a, um, they took this from Mohammed's Snapchat. And there's a timestamp, and it says July 2nd at 1.59 a.m. And it shows a man brandishing a wad of about 30 ballots with the words official absentee ballot on the front of the envelope. And he said uh, to uh, Omar Jamal, or he said on the Snapchat, "Uh, two in the morning, still hustling. So needless to say, um, this is a very, very serious problem and um something has to be done about it not no matter what party uh no matter who you want to vote for or what party you belong to uh this needs to stop period because it hurts both parties and um uh congresswoman uh, tulsi gabbard who was running for president on the democratic ticket has introduced a bill Um, to do away with voter fraud and ballot harvesting. Um, And and she's trying to say that it's not a partisan issue, you know, both Democrats and Republicans should be concerned. Um, She said, Congress needs to pass our bipartisan bill to ban ballot harvesting so no one can exploit our sacred right to vote. Well, that's absolutely right. And uh, I am so glad that this whole thing is um, has gotten exposed. But a lot more work needs to be done because, of course, they're going to try to, you know, claim some kind of excuse. Um, I think it's a little too far spread or widespread at this point. Too many people who know what's going on. But um, I, what I really hope is that this will lead to Ilhan Omar uh, being recalled, not being able to serve in Congress anymore. And of course the primary uh, issue is this can't be allowed to happen and affect the November 3rd election. Well, please, please go to the internet and look up these, um, project Veritas videos and see for yourself and tell your friends <laughs> and, uh, ask your Congress people, congressmen and women, um, to vote for this ban on ballot harvesting. Well, thanks for listening to The Terrorist Therapist Show. I'm, your, I'm Dr. Carol. I'm so upset I don't even know my own name. I'm Dr. Carol, your terrorist therapist.